I've heard it said that Lutherans don't talk about eschatology very much. You know, Jesus is coming again and all the would-be signs of that coming. Well, actually, of course, this is a misrepresentation. I mean, we've been hearing about the great day of the Lord for the last two, three weeks as we ended the church year and start up Advent. So as we do enter Advent, let's ponder just a little bit about the second coming of Jesus, the parousia. I think the perception that we ignore eschatology is because of some things we do eschew, like predicting dates and times and the concept of the rapture, this view that Jesus will really have two comings again, one to take the truly Christian people up with him into heaven, sparing them from the great tribulation, and the other as the ultimate final coming again and judgment. Because we have biblical and theological concerns about these types of things, we're sometimes accused of ignoring or not really believing in Christ's return. Well, what are those concerns we have? Well, first, when Jesus' disciples expressed the question about when, Jesus said he clearly didn't even know the time. He said it'll be a surprise. Why do so many people put so much effort into the when regarding Jesus' return? I guess some folks just don't like surprises. Jesus wants us to be ready for sure, but figuring out the when is not really the way to be ready, ironically. But more about being ready in a minute. The problem with the rapture is first, its biblical support is scant and depends on taking literally non-literal figurative apocalyptic literature in the Gospels and Revelation. It's kind of something you have to impose upon different passages. Theologically, though, it points us not to the work of Christ on our behalf, but on our righteousness. When I hear people talk about the rapture, it's usually you better be a better Christian and do and not be a pretender, otherwise you won't be raptured. Uh, Are you a lukewarm Christian? Do you really believe? In other words, the rapture is usually talked about as all law and works. Instead of placing our confidence in the work of Christ, it would place our confidence in the quality of our discipleship. Now, I don't know about you, but when I come face to face with Jesus, I'm going to simply kneel and cling to the promise that he has made me righteous. I'm certainly not going to pull out my filthy rags and accomplishments. Well, what do we believe? We do believe that Jesus will come again. I love the great summation of faith. Christ has died. Christ has risen. Christ will come again. When he does come again in glory, it will be the end. Check out 1 Corinthians 15, 24 through 27 if you need a a chronology. We believe Jesus' resurrection was the first fruits, as Paul says in that Corinthians passage, the end of happening ahead of time, a foretaste of the feast to come. We believe we are in the last days, and we've been in those last days for close to 2,000 years. We believe that the promise of God's final intervention in history and our thinking future will not make us passive in the present, but active sharing the gospel and blessing others with the blessings we've received. How can we be ready for his return? Trust in the person and work of Christ. Trust 
in Christ cling to his promise, cling to the gospel and the new covenant he has made with us, all of us in baptism, a covenant given and renewed each time we come to his table. Knowing the future is securely in God's hands, we turn and look into the present moment and see Christ coming in all kinds of ways and see so much opportunity to witness to the gospel and share God's love with our neighbor. I'll simply leave you with Paul's benediction in 1 Thessalonians. Notice where the emphasis is, not on us, but on God. Paul finishes his letter with this. May the God of peace himself sanctify you entirely. And may your spirit and soul and body be kept sound and blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The one who calls you is faithful and he will do this. Thanks be to God that in Christ we are sanctified completely, made completely holy, and that God will do this. Let us trust in that as we begin our Advent journey.